0: Ozark Highlands Radio is brought to you by the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas. A wonderful way to enjoy yesterday. On the web at (laughs) ozarkfolkcenter.com.
1: Howdy folks, this is Dave Smith, host of Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome to our show. This week we're heading to the western Ozarks as we present interviews, cowboy songs, and poems from Texas cowboy singer Andy Hedges. Down in the vault, Mark Jones has found an archival recording of Ozark original Dave Para performing the hilarious song, Why Patty's Not at Work Today, and writer, musician, and traditional dancer Aubrey Atwater discusses the prevalence of cautionary tales found in traditional folk music. This week on Ozark Highlands Radio. (music) Lubbock, Texas native Andy Hedges is a songster, reciter, and guitarist. His varied repertoire includes classic cowboy poetry recitations, obscure cowboy songs, Dust Bowl ballads, and blues. Here's Andy, recorded on our stage at the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas.
2: ¶¶¶ I was out walking one morning for pleasure Spied a young cowpuncher riding alone. His hat was thrown back and his spurs or was a jingling. And as he approached, he was singing this song: well, ya o get along, you little dogies. You know that Wyoming'll be your new home. Let's well, dry None of fortune, none of my own. Well, I think there was several things that happened for me, and, and part of it was that, I guess, that romantic appeal. You know, the, the Cowboys, this kind of universal icon, and my dad... Was a bull rider before I came along, kind of in his younger days, and and he'd become a Primitive Baptist pastor by the time I was born. But I think I got my love for all things cowboy from my dad, because I, I grew up, you know, hearing his rodeo stories, and and he uh, appreciated the old western movies and old western music. And I was homeschooled and lived out kind of out in the middle of nowhere, somewhat sheltered from popular culture. And so I grew up watching a lot of those old Westerns and just old movies in general from the 30s, 40s, and 50s. And the music I mostly listened to was music that, you know, my dad would pick up a cassette here and there of uh, Western songs, you know, Marty Robbins' gunfighter ballads and trail songs, and Tex Ritter and Jimmy Rogers, Johnny Horton, you know, Gene Autry, all that. This old hammer It killed John Henry Won't kill me Won't kill me Won't kill me Take this hammer And so I loved that music as a kid. And we were you know, I grew up around cows and horses and so any exposure I actually had to the real thing, I also really uh was, you know, attracted to that and loved it. And I think maybe part of the appeal of cowboy poetry and cowboy music, at least for me and, and I think other people too, is you kinda have that fascination from being a kid and, you know, loving those old movies and that old music and it kind of being the mythological version of the West, but it's very nostalgic. But then when you encounter the real thing, it kind of feeds that childhood interest, but also opens your eyes to this uh, world of people who, who make their living on the land, raising cattle from the back of a horse and this culture that is just incredibly deep and rich and diverse. And, uh, you know, much more interesting than those old movies would have uh, led anyone to believe. A Texas cowboy on a barroom floor had drunk so much he could drink no more. So he went to sleep with a troubled brain and he dreamed that he rode on a hellbound train. The engine with murderous blood was damp, brilliantly lit by a brimstone lamp, while a demon for fuel was shoveling bones and the furnace rang with a thousand groans the boiler was filled with blood and beer and the devil himself was the engineer passengers were kind of a motley crew there was church members atheist gentile and jew rich men in broadcloth beggars and rags handsome young ladies and withered old hags yellow and black men red brown and white and they was all chained together and it was a horrible sight and the train rushed on at an awful pace while the sulfurous fumes scorched their hands and face and Wilder and wilder the country grew and faster and faster the engine flew and brighter and brighter the lightning flashed and louder and louder the thunder crashed and hotter and hotter the air became till their clothes were burnt from each quivering flame and out of the distance there arose a yell and the devil said we're near in hell but the passengers all shrieked with pain and they begged the devil to stop the train but he capered about and he danced for glee and he laughed and he joked at their misery. He said, my faithful friends, you've done the work and the devil never can a payday shirk. You've bullied the weak and you've robbed the poor and the starving brother you've turned from your door. You've laid up gold where the canker rust and you've given free vent to your beastly lust. You've justice scorned and corruption sown and you've trampled the laws of nature down. You've drunk, cheated, plundered and lied. And You've mocked at God in your hell-born pride. you've paid full fare so i'll carry you through that's only right you should have your due because the laborer always expects his hire so i'll land you there in that lake of fire where your flesh will waste and the flames that roar and my demons torment you forevermore then the cowboy awoke with an anguished cry His clothes wet with sweat and his hair standing high. And he prayed as he never had prayed till that hour to be saved from his sin and the devil's power. And his prayers and his vows were not in vain because he never did ride on a hell-bound train. So... All of that was just really, uh, when I realized that existed, when I kind of discovered this modern renaissance of cowboy poetry and music, and was hearing people like uh, Nevada buckaroo Waddy Mitchell reciting poetry he had written, and then also these old poems that had been passed down that he was still reciting, that stuff just uh, really moved me. And, you know I have a hard time I guess putting it in, into words why I was so grabbed by it but I was I just absolutely loved it whenever I heard it and so I started memorizing poems and collecting old songs and poetry and you know old song books and teaching myself to play the guitar and and trying to seek out these people like uh, waddy Mitchell and Glenn Orland and Don Edwards and you know I wanted to wanted to see the guys who were you know, making this music and reciting and writing these poems and and get to know them and and I did and and then was eventually on stage with them. So. Well, I come here to tell you folks I'm ragged, but I'm right. Been a rounder and a gambler. I go out late at night. Porterhouse steak three times a day for my board. It's more than any loafer in this town can afford. Well, it's dark rain and I'm
3: a long ways from home them who don't like me can
2: leave me alone and my pony won't travel on this dark road at night I tell you folks I'm ragged but I'm a big electric fan that keeps me cool while I sleep Got a little baby boy plays around his daddy's feet Got a big Stetson hat, sets up on my head, got a pretty little wife, she keeps me clean and well fed, got a lazy old hound dog brings me my shoes sleeps in my bed and we drank the same booze, he's around her gambler, he goes out late at night. I tell you boys, he's ragged, but he's right.
1: That was Lubbock, Texas, cowboy singer Andy Hedges doing what he does best. We heard the classic Get Along, Little Doggies, followed by Take This Hammer, a fine recitation of Hellbound Train, and a song from the Great Depression, Ragged But Right. After this short break, let's take a trip down to the vault for a visit with the ever-interesting Mark Jones. You're listening to Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome back to Ozark Highlands Radio. I thought maybe I'd take this time to go down into the vault and visit with my buddy Mark Jones, who has just a a great job of listening all day long to great old tunes that were recorded here at the Folk Center in the past. Come on with me now. Hello, Mark. Hi, Dane. Well, it's good to see you. You look like you're doing okay today. Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah. You staying awake down here? Yes, I am. Well, that's good. Hey, you know, I I noticed uh, the other day that an old friend of ours is working on a riverboat on the Mississippi River, playing music on the river, which must be a great job. Do you remember Dave Para? Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember Dave. What a character yeah, Dave is. Yeah, that's right. He really is a very funny guy and knows a wealth of great old songs. He does. I've just run across one of Dave's recordings here at the Folk Center called Why Patty's Not at Work Today. Oh, yeah. Have you ever heard that? I actually have before, and I and I'd like to hear it again.
4: All right, well, let's play it. Thank you. Sometimes we get into a lot of songs with uh, lots of words. Mm -hmm. I'll sing a song for you now that is actually Irish in origin, and it tells a story of um, a mason's clerk uh, who is uh, sometimes referred to as a hod carrier. Are there any hod carriers out in the audience today? No? None? Um, A hod is like a three-corner box, you see, with a pole in the middle, and that's by which you'd carry up bricks and mortar or whatever up and down buildings that are being built. Anyway, so Paddy's a hod carrier. He's from Ireland, and he comes to America, and he takes on a job with a bricklayer. And this is a song called Why Paddy Is Not at Work Today. My friends, I write this note to you to tell me of me plight. For at present time of writing, I am not a pleasant sight. My body is all black and blue, and my face a deathly gray. And I write this note to tell you why Paddy's not at work today. While working on the 14th floor, I had some bricks to clear. Now to throw the bricks down from such a height, it was not a good idea. The foreman wasn't so very pleased, he'd be in an awkward sod. He said I'd have to tote them down the ladder in me hod. Now to carry all the bricks by hand, it was so very slow. So I hoisted up a barrel and secured the rope below. But in my haste to do the job, I was too blind to see that a barrel filled with building blocks was heavier than me. So when I untied the rope, the barrel fell like lead, and clinging tightly to the rope, I started up instead. I shot up like a rocket till in my dismay I found that halfway up I had met the bloody barrel coming down. Now the barrel broke me shoulder as to the ground its bed, and at the top I hit the bloody pulley with me head. I clung on tight though numb with pain from this almighty blow when the barrel spilled out half the brick some 14 floors below. Now when the bricks had fallen from the barrel to the floor, I then outweighed the barrel and I started down once more. I clung on tightly to the rope and sped toward the ground and landed on the broken bricks lying all around. I lay there groaning on the ground and thought I'd pass the worst. When the barrel hit the pulley wheel and then the bottom burst, a shower of bricks fell down on me, twas then I gave up hope. And lying there upon the ground, I let go the bloody rope. Now the barrel then was heavier and started down once more and landed right across me as I lay there on the floor. It broke three ribs in my left arm, and I am here to say that I hope that you will understand why Petty's not at work today.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a good story, all right.
4: Yeah, he's quite
1: a character. Yes, he is. Uh, he lives in Boonville, Missouri. Boonville? And, yeah, knows a lot of songs about the, the rivers up there, about the Missouri River and... Now, he'd be the perfect one to be working on a riverboat right now, that's true. That's true. Well, thank you very much, Mark. It was good to hear Dave Parra singing that great song. Thank you. I'll see you next week. Our featured artist this week, Andy Hedges, is carrying on a great tradition of music and poetry of the American cowboy. For many decades, this genre was only heard in the cattle towns of the West, where cowboys gathered on the trail drives. It became wildly popular in the early 20th century, heard on radio and in the movies sung by the likes of Gene Autry and Roy Rogers, and eventually morphed into country and western music. Andy Hedges is one of only a few musicians keeping this truly American art form alive.
2: With the yellow moon rising on high Let me breathe the sweet air of a pure desert night My fair old pony Of course, cowboy music, it's almost points to even a bigger problem with how that's thought of is that it's not often thought of as folk music. It's thought of as something more commercial, the Hollywood thing, because anyone sees Gene Autry and they know that's not folk music. You know, this is put on. This guy's wearing a costume and he's, uh, you know, singing these composed songs that are great. And I love that. But it's not the uh, folk music of of that culture. And so because of that, cowboy music kind of gets brushed aside in the folklore world, you know, and and isn't thought of in the same way as, you know, maybe the Appalachian, you know, mountain music or the Mississippi Delta blues or, uh, you know, those things that people realize that, hey, this is the music of our place where everything comes from. And when you're talking about out west, uh, cowboy music is a cornerstone of uh, where, you know, country and western and, you know, a lot of uh, music really does originate from. Well, I wish I was single again, again. I wish I was single again. When I was single, my pockets would jingle, and I wished I was single again. I married me a wife Oh then, oh then I married me a wife Oh then I married me a wife And she ruined my life And I wish I was single again She biffed me, she banged me Oh then, oh then She biffed me, she banged me Oh then me she bang me she threaten It's just a, it's a, it's a rich culture that's, uh, you know, stimulating in so many ways. Uh, You know, it's entertaining, it's uh, intellectually challenging, and uh, there's the historical part of it, but it's also something that's alive today. And uh, so it's, it's a great, it's a great thing. And I think most people, when they become aware of it, uh, find some kind of connecting point, you know, where, uh, where uh, this culture has something, something to do with them, you know, whether it's a you know that their their family used to farm or ranch or used to you know be a rural live in a rural community you know i think uh people hear these stories and these songs and there's something deep within them that it resonates with them you know i think and i think we all kind of have that uh desire to have a stronger connection to the land and to our history and you know and our you know these kind of older cultures and so i think the cowboy and ranching culture speaks to that now mr. boomer johnson was getting old in spots but you don't expect a bad man to go wrestling pans and pots but he'd done his sheriff killing and his draw was getting slow so he quits punching cattle and he takes to punching dough well our foreman up and hires him figuring age had rode him tame but a snake don't get no sweeter by the changing of his name but old Boomer, he wrangled fodder in a most peculiar style. He never used no matches, left them laying on the shelf, just some kerosene and cussing, and the kindling lit itself. And I'll tell you something, partner, would give your heart a jolt just to watch him stir free holies with the barrel of his colt. Now, killing folks and cooking ain't so awful far apart, and I guess that's why old Boomer kept a practice in his art with the front side of his pistol he'd cut a pile lid slick and he'd crimper with the muzzle to make the edges stick and he built his donut solid and it would dang sure curl your hair to watch him plug a donut as he tossed them in the air he bore the whole plum center every time his pistol spoke till the can was full of donuts and the shack was full of smoke we all was getting jumpy, but he couldn't understand why his shooting made us nervous if his cooking was so grand, so he kept right on performing, and it weren't no big surprise when he took to marking tombstones on the covers of his pies. They didn't taste no better, and they didn't taste much worse, but sitting at that table was like riding in a hearse. You didn't do no talking, and you took just what you got, so we ate till we was foundered just to keep from getting shot until at breakfast one bright morning, I was feeling pretty low. Me not wanting any donuts, I tells him plenty, no. All I takes this trip is coffee. For my stomach, it's a wreck. And you can see the itch for killin' swell the waddles on his neck. Well, he strings a line of donuts on the muzzle of his gun and he shoves her in my gizzard and says, you're taking one. Well, he was set to start a graveyard, but for once he was mistook Me, not wanting any donuts, I just up and whips the cook. Did they fire him? Listen, partner, there was nothing left to fire, just a row of smiling cowboys and another cook to hire. And if he's joined another outfit, and if he's cooking, what I mean, it's where there ain't no matches and they don't need kerosene. It's a fascinating time because all these different cultures were coming together. Because you had the English and Scottish and Irish guys going up the trail, bringing their songs, changing them into cowboy songs. And then you had all of the freed slaves, uh, black guys who were going up the trail. And that was the music that would eventually become the blues. And so their music was contributing to that. Then you also had a lot of poetry being written, either by cowboys or people out west who were writing about... The culture, and those were quickly being adapted into this oral tradition. You know, someone would find this poem and learn it, and maybe set a tune to it, or maybe recite it, and it would just start getting passed around. And, and so, you had all of that kind of coming together all these musical traditions, and then the poetry, and it just generated this incredible body of work. I was a-riding the streets of Argenta I spied a fair maiden all dressed in magenta The riders who knew her all called her Pimenta And she was a beautiful thing Well, I sprang from my saddle and I walked up beside her so where can we get some corn whiskey and cider we walked down the street to this place called the spider where she turned my heart into flame I tried to be but my heart was so frisky i knew i was playing a game that was risky i looked in her eyes and could not drink my whiskey for she was an angel to me i cried oh my beautiful maid of argenta all dressed in the splendor of a royal magenta if you But promise to be my pimenta My heart, yours forever will be I gave her my gold and I gave her my cattle We both made a vow as we sat in my saddle And I rode away the wild outlaws to battle And left her in old Arkansas she was gone and it made my heart quiver. I cannot forget it. I cannot forgive her. I can't get her out of my crawl. Now I sit alone in that place called the spider where I fell in love as I sat there beside her and all the day long I drank whiskey and cider and I talked to Dressed in the splendor of royal magenta I'd hug her right there on the streets of Argenta And we'd start all over again
1: Texan cowboy troubadour Andy Hedges Singing carry me over the warm desert sands I wish I was single again reciting the poem Boomer Johnson, written by Henry Herbert Nibbs, and lastly, singing a song written by Stone County, Arkansas native son, Jimmy Driftwood, The Maid of Argenta. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll hear guest host Aubrey Atwater continue with her discussion of traditional music. This is Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome back to Ozark Highlands Radio. Our friend Aubrey Atwater, a fine singer, musician, and poet from Rhode Island, has been thinking about one of the important roles in traditional music. Here's Aubrey.
5: Oh, young people, hark while I relate the story of poor Polly's fate. She'd go to balls and dance and play in spite of all her friends could say. So turn from your sin, lest you, like her, shall leave this world in black despair. Those are words from a song called Wicked Polly, sung in the 18th century by a Rhode Island minister attempting to guide young people away from ruinous behavior. In this segment, we look at cautionary songs that reveal much about the cultures and times in which they were written, showing perceptions around human weakness, temptation, gender roles, boundaries, and consequences, as well as apprehensions about survival and well-being. Many are based on true stories, often warning young people, for example, about the perils of courtship and romance, like Don't Marry Too Soon in the Carter family's Single Girl, Married Girl, sung here by Atwater Donnelly in 2004. Single girl, single girl She's gone dressed so fine Don't Trust Duplicitous Lovers, as conveyed in The Cuckoo, performed in 1969 by British folk rock group Pentangle. And certainly don't take any chances with evil mothers trying to separate young sweethearts, as depicted in Drowned Lovers, sung here by English folk singer Kate Rusby in 1997. Stay at home with me, dear William, oh, stay at home with me And the very best cock in all the roosts your own supper will be Of
3: all your cocks and all your roosts, of all you know to bend and i the way to Fairmarket's Margaret's Bower before the night comes in. Well, if you go to Fairmarket's Margaret's Bower without the leave of me, in the
5: deepest part of the Clyde water, then drowned you will be. Oh, the good steed the tired... Or, don't you or your dogs eat eel soup prepared by someone with suspicious motives, as sung here by Jean Ritchie in 1961 in the Scots-Irish ballad Lord Randall. Lord Randall is speaking with his mother in this scene.
4: What did you eat for your dinner, Lord Randall, my son? What did you eat for your dinner, my handsome young man? I had eels, bowed, and broth, mother, make my bed soon. For I'm weary with hunting, and I fain would lie down. What's become of your bloodhounds, Lord Randall, my son? What's become a year of your bloodhounds, my handsome young man? Oh, they swelled and they died. Mother, make my bed soon, for I'm weary with hunting and I fain would lie down.
5: Definitely eschew vanity and wear enough warm clothing when your date drives you to a winter ball 15 miles away in a sleigh. New England singer and fiddler Lissa Schneckenberger beautifully crafted this 19th-century American ballad, Young Charlotte, in 2008. At this point in the story, they have just arrived at the dance.
3: Driving up young Charles jumps out and gives his hand to her Why sit you there like a monument that has no power to stir He called her once her twice but she uttered not a word he called her for her hand again but still she he tore the-
5: and don't get mixed up with a man who has his sights on a different woman from a more wealthy and prominent family poor naomi wise sung here by Idie harper and the coon creek girls in 1938 is based on a true story that happened in 1808 in north carolina Or Don't Get Blinded by Desire, Spend All Your Money, and Marry a Dangerous Woman, as depicted in the 19th century American folk song Bald-Headed End of the Broom, sung here by Dave Rutsch in 2008.
4: When a fella gets gone on a pretty little girl, he talks just as gentle as a dove. He calls her
2: his honey and he spends all his money to show that he's solid in his love. But with a cross-eyed baby on each knee and a wife with a plaster on her nose, you'll find true love don't run so smooth when you have to wear second-hand clothes. Stay far away from the girls, I say, give them plenty of room. They'll love you till you're wet, then they'll hit you till you're dead with the bald headed of the broom.
5: And definitely don't dance or gamble or drink or apparently play the banjo or fiddle. Because if you do any of that, according to Washington Phillips in the 1920s, guess where you're not going when you die. Here is Atwater Donnelly's gospel band, Jeremeth Hill, in 2007, singing a mother's last words to her daughter. Now you
0: might do things you don't consider no harm God in heaven those when you've done wrong, you better left dancing hard parties all go by so you can reach your heavenly home on high.
5: And finally, don't go out with a guy who won't hoe his corn. It's not a good sign. Here is a lazy farmer boy sung by Buster Carter and Preston Young in
3: 1931
5: why do you come to me to win if you can't raise your
0: own cornbread sing lime and will remain for lazy man i won't maintain lazy man i won't maintain
1: thanks aubrey besides being a talented musician and singer our musical guest this week, Andy Hedges, hosts a podcast called Country Crossroads in which he interviews other cowboy singers and poets, as well as working cowboys. Let's finish this week's show with a few more gems from Andy Hedges. it's
2: so good I my long johns on We's having us a picnic Over there at McDougal Lake Eating ham and sweet potatoes And some German chocolate cake Well, we brought along some swimsuits So we hid and put them on When I dove off this big rock My suit slipped and it was gone I ain't no deep sea diver Where they sunk, they'll always lay Luckily I had my long johns on which saved our picnic day. Well, that could have been embarrassing. Could have been plain wrong. My long johns needed washing, or I might not had them on. My long johns on, my long johns on. Something you should always make sure I have on It ain't as if they saw me in a purple phone. No, it's all good, I had my long johns on My long johns on, my long johns on Without them, this would be a different song Thank gosh they started smelling rough and strong It's all good, I had my long johns on We'd been to see Tom Selleck at the moving picture show, then went back to her apartment where things didn't happen slow. She excused herself to freshen up. I stripped down while she was gone, and she returned and screamed until she saw that I had my long johns on. Well, that could have been embarrassing, could have been plain wrong My long johns were just fresh washed Or I might not have had them on My long johns on, my long johns on Lucky that I always seem to have home on I wasn't inappropriate or doing wrong No, it's all good, I had my long johns on My long johns on, my long johns on How often do you hear about them in a song? Under outer garments is where they belong No, it's all good, I had my long johns on No, it's all good, I had my long johns on No, it's all good I had my long johns on It goes way beyond that nostalgic part that it might start with, and uh, it's uh, something I think like any area of you know folklore and culture that you start digging into it, and the the stories are so incredible, and the people are incredible, and uh, has this connection to uh, the land and uh, men and women who are uh, trying to be uh, stewards of the land. And and this rich culture that has uh, music and poetry and art that's being passed down. And it's not even just one uh, time in our history, but, you know, something that's alive and well today. And so you go to the Cowboy Poetry Gathering in Elko, Nevada, and it's not just a celebration of the past. It's a celebration of the here and now and this culture that is... Uh, Threatened, I would say, but alive and flourishing in a lot of ways. I'm going to leave old Texas now. They got no use for the longhorn cow, they've plowed and fenced take my gun and I'll take my rope and I'll hit the trail at a long slow low I'll turn my face toward Mexico and I'll say adios to the Alamo I'll make my home Range the people there are not so strange. The hard, hard ground will be my bed, and the saddle seat will hold my head. And when I awaken from my dreams, I'll eat my breath sardines and when my time on earth is done I'll ride the trail to the holy one I'll tell Saint Peter when I go that a cowboy soul ain't pure like snow But in that far off cattle land, he sometimes acted like a man. blow Lord I'm going where the dust storms never blow and I ain't gonna be treated this way and I'm going where the water tastes like wine Lord I'm going where the water tastes like wine Like wine And I ain't Gonna be treated This way And I'm Going where the climate Suits my clothes Lord I'm going where the Climate suits my clothes I'm going where The climate suits my clothes to be treated this way I'm going down this road feeling bad Lord I'm going down this road now they got no use oh the longhorn cow they've plowed and fenced my cattle range and the people there are all so strange you folks have a wonderful night thanks for being here
1: We've been listening to cowboy singer and poet Andy Hedges. We heard, I had my long johns on, followed by a medley of leaving old Texas and going down this road feeling bad. To see Andy in person, check out his website for upcoming shows. And visit our website, too, for more information about this show. For Ozark Highlands Radio, this is Dave Smith. Bye, everybody.
0: Ozark Highlands Radio is produced by Jeff Glover. Executive producer is Darren Dorton.